Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Welcome back to Hachzeik. We're up to Sheer 91, and we are up to in Perak Yutas, Va'ata Ovilucha Rayas. He's in the Bear Mil Chalke Hasidos. I'm going to bring Rayas, I'll call Dvar Me'ilim and Chachomim. Alpha Bisha Dram Shutim, Eintrach Lechisog Raya. You know, you know, it's Pashat what, what he's going to say. Well, you don't need Rayas. From Chazal, but that's how the Nesiyus Sharm says everything is from the Torah. It's all proofs from the Torah. So, Beperik Bnei Ir Amrutan, in the Beperik Bnei Ir, they said Shalot Talmidim was Rabbi Zakkai Marach Diyom. So the Talmidim asked Rabbi Zakkai, "Had you, had you merit such old age?" Uh, they didn't say. They didn't assume it was because of health, because of habits of exercise and eating. They knew there was something special over here. There's a story here that uh, Don brings from Rav Shach. Rav Shach said a story. When the Chavetz Chaim reached 90 years old, he hung a uh, a little a, a, a note by the door of the Yeshiva of Raden. And he wrote on it, I reached the age of 90. And they asked the Chavetz Chaim, why do you, why are you publicize your age that you reached 90? So the Chavetz Chaim said, I want all the Talmudim to learn that I, I reached the Arichas Yomim, this extended Arichas Yomim, which is unusual, in those days especially, in the early 1900s, to reach 90 was unusual, because I worked very hard my, all my days on Nitzar Lashon Chamera, and watching my tongue from speaking bad. So it's a Kiddush Hashem that I was like to Mekayim, the, the, what the Pasuk says, Mia Isha Chavetz Chaim, Oiv Yom Tov. So it's not for nothing that I would reach such old age because I worked on Shemir Zalashin. Another story of Issa Zalman Meltzer, when he was very young, he had a, a very, very big illness. He was very, very sick. So the doctor says he's only going to live one year, one more year. He was a, a bacher and he's only going to live one more year. And he was, and nonetheless, he wanted to get married. So he got married and his, his kala, Bela Hinda, Allah Shalom, her, his Rebetzin, said she's prepared to marry him even for one year. Even if the doctors are right, he's going to live for one year. Before the Chasana, the Rebetzin went to the Chafetz Chaim and uh, she told him the whole story. And she said to him that she wants a bracha. So the Chafetz Chaim said, I want to tell you something. Sick people don't die and healthy people don't live very long. There are two different parshas. There's something called the parsha of healthy and sick. That's one thing. And arichas yom is something else. They're not connected. A person can be sick and live a long life. A person can be healthy and not live a long life. And that's ta- that. Those words exited the mouth of the Chavetz Chaim, and that's what happened. Issa Meltzer not only lived one more year when he was a bacher, he reached the age of 83, and he became the father-in-law of Aaron Cutler, and the rest is history. So anyway, back to the Gemara. So the Talmidim asked Rabbi, Rabbi Zakkai. Had you had you merit such a long life? What midah teiva did you work on? I was not never went to the bathroom within four amas of tefillah. There was a certain respect to the place of davening. I never gave a nickname to my friend, even if. He didn't mind. I didn't make a nickname to my friend. I just treated his name with respect. 
I didn't, uh, I would never mavatal kiddush ayom. Even in difficult times, I could have not made kiddush, I made kiddush. Another thing, I had an old grand, ma, old mother. One time, she even sold her hair covering, her hat over, on top of her head, to bring to, for money to buy kiddush ayom for wine, for so I can make kiddush. And that's what I did. You see the chasidus he had for dikto kamitzvus. In all these cases, he, he didn't have to do these things. Once you don't have money, you don't have to make kiddush. Until his mother had to sell her hat. So alpi halach he was potter. Because of midas chasidus, he loved the mitzvah so much. He wanted to do it, and he wanted to push himself to do it. What was Nagea, the honor of his friend, Shalom Kino, he didn't say a nickname about, he didn't call him a nickname. Even a nickname that's not a Gnai. He wouldn't say a negative nickname. Even a non-negative nickname. Right, because if he would say a negative nickname, that would be a lava losono, not to cause pain, not to malbun pene chavero. And the reason why he didn't call him a na- his nickname is because it's still not respectful. You should treat your friend with the honor that you would want to be treated with the full name. Rav Huna Gamkin Kosher Gemi Alavusha. Rav Huna also, Gemara, different Gemara. He tied some kind of uh, reed on his garment. Because he didn't have a belt. Why didn't he have a belt? He sold his belt. Why did he sell his belt? Because to buy yayin for a kiddush. Again, he wasn't obligated, but he was zocha to Arichas Yomim because of Midas Chasidus, because he uh, wanted to do the mitzvah so much, he even sold his belt. Ocham Another story of there in the Gemara. The students of Rabbi Lazar ben Shemua asked him, What tzchus do you have, did you have, or do you have to have such a long life? I never made the shul a shortcut to get through from one street to the other. Well, Pesati Roshi Am Kodesh. I never stepped on the heads of the holy people, which means, which means when the Talmidim sat in the base Medrash, on the, they used to sit on the ground, not like today on chairs, they sat on the floor. And he didn't want to go straight into the base Medrash. It would look like he's walking over their heads. So he never did that. Never walked in in a place where it looked like he's walking over their heads. It would be disrespectful. That's Chasidus ben Adam Chavera. He is a Chasidus ben Yinakavu beis Aknasus ben Yinakavu Abrias. This is Chasidus regarding the shul and regarding Kavu Abrias. Shalai lusoa gabe mas misibasa not to walk on top where they're sitting. Shalai leiros kimavazosan to not even look like they're mavazed them. Ocham shalu tamidus reb preda. Another story over there. The students. Um, asked her pray What chus do you have to live so long? So he said, Nobody ever came before me to the base medrash, which means I came first. I never made a brach before a coin. Coin goes first. I never ate from an animal that true was never was not taken from. The students of Rechuni Ben Akana asked him, 
What? So all of these are like midas chasidas. So midah connect midah. Hashem gives extra life. So they asked the Bruchun Menakana, "How? What source do you have that um, you lived a long life?" I never got respect from the disrespect of my friend. I never felt good about putting somebody down. I never thought that I'm better than another person, or I'm more of a lamdin than the other person. And I never went to sleep with trying, wanting to curse my friend. I was always forgiving before I went to bed. Here's a story of it. Like, the Gemara really explains with the story. One time Rav Huna was carrying um, one of his sheep or, or, or a tool on his shoulder. Rav Chana Bar Chaniloi came to take it from him. To take it from him. To honor him. The Rebbe doesn't have to carry it. So Rav Huna said to him, If you usually carry such a thing in your town where you live, then you, I'll let you carry it for me. But if you don't usually carry such a thing, I don't want to honor myself with your bizoyin. That I don't want. Ravuna didn't want to get respect from somebody who would be feeling, be disrespected in giving him respect. He didn't want miskabed klon chaveiro. If it's normal for you, then it's not a bizoyin for you. But if it's a little bit of a bizoyin for you, I don't want to get pleasure, or get hana, get kavod from your Lack of kavod. You would think normal understanding of of klon is that I want to embarrass you in order that I should get kavod. But that's not what it means. That's for regular people. For chasidim, it means even if the other person wants to give you kavod, if it's going to be a disrespect for them, even if they want to disrespect themselves for you. You shouldn't do it. That's how careful a person has to be with the covenant of his friend. Thank you for listening. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.